Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to The Waxing Podcast. My name is Kirsten and I am also Tampa Waxer on Instagram. Um, Basically, I want to jump right in today about what I am talking about with the Miss Jocelyn. First off, she's um, amazing. So she's worked at European Wax Center for nine years, which I don't know if any of you guys currently work at European Wax Center, but like, I feel like that has to win a gold medal. I don't think I've ever met anybody who's worked for European for that long. So it was really fun and interesting picking her brain. And I have never worked for the franchise before. So I had so much fun just kind of answering those questions or not answering those questions, asking those questions about uh, what I, you know, was interested and curious about with the European Wax Center um, pay uh, scale and, you know, just work hours and things like that retail. I know when I had a visit there as a customer, and that was years ago before I even was an esthetician, I remember how um, much my my girl tried to sell me something and I actually think I bought it but I remember being so salesy so I like wanted to kind of pick her brain a little bit but she's so cool guys she actually opened her own place um I think she said last October so that's actually really exciting and she's doing really well so I talked to her about transitioning into her own business and we did some Q&As at the end I actually reached out to my Facebook group so if you guys have not joined that yet I totally recommend it. I always ask those girls for advice. I ask those girls for recommendations and they pick a lot of things for me. So if you guys want to be more hands-in on the Waxing Podcast, then you can go on Facebook. It is called The Waxing Podcast and it will let you um, click to join and I will approve you guys. So um, yeah, it's really fun in there. And before I get going, I wanted to give you her Instagram. She is the Wax Co. And it is spelled the Wax as in W-A-X-X. So there is two X's in there and then Co. T-H-E-W-A-X-X-C-O. I will also be linking her Instagram in the detail section. So please pay attention to that. And I'm so excited. I actually think I'm going to make another episode with just European Wax Center Q&A. I think that there was so much that still was not covered. And I think a lot of people are still really interested in finding out more about the franchise. And in my opinion, I think that this is going to be one of my most listened to podcast episodes because A, <laughs> it was awesome. She was really cool and we definitely vibe together. You guys will see that. But B, um, everyone's so curious about this franchise and I am so grateful and so thankful that I am able to share it with you guys. So without further ado, here we go. Okay, perfect. So today, tonight, well, I always say today and tonight, but like it's whenever you guys are listening. Um, I have a guest. Her name is Jocelyn and she is also from the great state of Florida. So um, I haven't even talked to her about this, but I would love to just talk about how um, her aesthetics uh, certificate license went because mine was crazy. And you know, in Florida, you need like very minimum actually education to be like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So yeah, guys, I'm like so excited to introduce you guys, um, Jocelyn. And also this is going to be a super sought out podcast episode because she worked at European Wax Center for nine years and she then went on her own. So I have a ton of people that ask me questions. I also have a ton of questions for her as well. So thank you so much for joining us. Hi, this is exciting. (laughs) Um, okay. So if we have to just tell people, um, we, I loved you so much, first of all, because whenever I messaged you and I asked you to be my podcast, you were like, okay, but I need like a drink in hand. And I was like, yes. (laughs) I'm like making sure that this is totally okay. Yes. So I am drinking white claw mango. 
I don't even know what this is. Rita's? Rita Sangria. Sangria Spritz. And then what is it? Strawberry Blueberry? Strawberry Blueberry Sparkling Sangria Cocktail. Wow. Is it like bubbly? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll have to try it. White Claw is just like, it's just, it's bae. White Claw Mango is my go-to. Yeah. But it's totally fine. I always say White Claw No Law reminds me of like, I like somebody, I don't know where White Claw was like invented or who created it, but I always feel like it was someone in Florida because like the White Claw No Law, I'm like, it's like Florida No Law. <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like Florida just needs to chill with everything. <laughs> At all times. You know that somebody, one of my clients told me that if you um, Google Florida man and then put your birthday in there's always a scenario like and I'm like I never knew that I know have you done that before I've never done it but um I think one of my friends were like gonna do it for me she looked up mine and I think it was like a tax woman at the grocery store or something insane or like something so dumb and I'm like Florida everyone just it's just Florida (laughs) Yeah. Everyone needs to get it together at literally all times. And (laughs) how is your education? Like, how is your, like, can we just talk a little bit about like what you initially went into aesthetics for? Okay. So initially I thought I wanted to do like facials and makeup. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I did this in New Jersey. So I think it was 700 hours, 750 hours, whatever, something like that. Yeah, Um, Yeah. And so after doing it in New Jersey for quite some time, when I moved over here, it was like, I was so pissed off how easy it was to just get your <laughs> license here. Um, but right. it's totally fine because I was doing the same thing anyway. I just love how fast paced waxing is. So I could not do facials with like waterfall music and the whole nine. And I feel yeah. like I would just fall asleep. Honestly, I always have to talk to my clients and I just like how fast paced waxing is. Um, I, that's funny. Cause like, I feel the same way. And I always say like, I love the instant gratification from waxing. You know, oh I feel God. like a client comes with a problem and leaves with an answer. Like it's yeah, for sure. not something that takes time or they have to do the home care, the pre-care, the post-care. Trip, I literally stare at it and I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, I like show my clients. So like, it'll put it away. And I'm like, no. Oh my God. <laughs> <You're bold. laughs> what is your, um, what's your favorite body part to wax? Brazilians. Me too. Oh, and there's so much money. I'm like, it's a win-win, honestly. I know. That's exactly, it's like a $50 service for 10 minutes or whatever it is. And then like, it's just so quick, but I just love, I think it's mostly just because, because my clients are so vulnerable in this position, they tell me everything about their lives. And I love that. I feel like I'm everybody's therapist. I have had so many girls tell me, like, I've I've been, like, the first person they tell that they're pregnant before, like, anybody. And I'm, like, oh, my gosh. Like, they haven't even told their mom. And they, like, lay down and they're, like, looking at me and they're, like, I'm pregnant. Can I get waxed? (laughs) I'm, like, oh, my gosh. Have (laughs) you told anyone? Like, Like, maybe their their partner. I have this mother and daughter and the daughter texts me and she's, like, I lost my virginity. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, were there little, were there little like waxing moms? I know. It's so cute. Oh my gosh. Um, I actually like, so I feel like everyone gets into waxing for like either random reasons or they like knew that they wanted to do waxing right away. So like, did you ever do facials? Like, like outside of school? No. So it was just in okay. school. And then there was this girl who graduated before me. Her name's Jackie. Mm-hmm. And, um, she, um, I have like a notification and it's very annoying. So, I'm Oh yeah, that. no, it's okay. I'm doing this screen because, okay. Um, so there's this girl that I went to school with. Her name's Jackie and she was graduating when I was starting and she was telling us about European wax center, um, mm-hmm. and how it was so fun and all that jazz. So, um, and then I think they paid her to like recruit people, I guess. So then she was just bringing on like all these girls from school. Um, 
So I was one of those girls and I just started because Jackie wanted to just start me at European Mind Center. Wow. How was your like training? Do you remember like, cause like for me, like I never did waxing in school. So going from like never doing it to like going into a room with your boss or your trainer and then like being in a room with like somebody with like, like hair and like removal, it was just so different than what I was used to. I remember like kind of being like shocked, like, you know, and then a few days went on and I was like, Oh, this isn't bad at all. And I kind of like it. Like how was like your actual like training process? Um, do you mean within school or European wax center? Ooh, well, did you, yeah. Did you have good wax training at school? Um, we had wax training, but it was, um, definitely like not a one-on-one situation. There was like mm-hmm. ten girls in our class and everyone's like, we probably could lay like one strip and everyone took turns and like, I don't know. It wasn't like when I got to European Wax Center, I was like, oh, like I didn't even think of all the training that I did at school. And it was like a whole new ball game. Yeah. And was it like easy for you to catch on? Do you feel, or was it something that you were like, um, I don't know if I want to do this. And then you're like, okay, I got when it. When I started at European Wax Center? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was pretty easy. I also have, yeah. I had a trainer who was insane. She was crazy. Her name was Laura and I'm so grateful for her. But like, even before I laid a strip, she's like, no, like you're going to learn how to twirl your stick so that wax isn't falling off. And I'm like, can I just lay a strip? And she's like, "Uh huh." like freaking Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> but don't you feel like now, like that she taught you that, like, don't you feel like if you were to train somebody else, you would do the same exact yeah because it's so important to know how to actually handle your wax before you do it on a client or a human like skin because people I actually funny enough I was training today so I was training a girl we use soft wax and it's kind of crazy because I've been doing it now for three years and um you like forget you know how many questions or how many like problems can go in just like a matter of just simply not knowing and like I'm watching her and she did like yeah and she was like doing such a great job you know but like things that come so natural to me I'm like it's insane to kind of think that that's who I was three years ago because like I can't really remember you just have to break everything down literally step by step and even the most like simplest way ever like something that I know natural even like the way you lay the strip down like people are just like I don't know a lot of people also think waxing would be super easy and it's yes there's for sure a science behind absolutely everything I tell people that all the time especially my clients that are like you know I like I don't know I don't want to do this anymore like do you have a like a wax you recommend for like just like when I want to touch up at home like I have been asked that. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you think? What? That's yeah. I know. I just want to be like, do you want me to come to your business and be like, hey, um, I know that you do X, Y, and Z, but do you think there's like any possible way to like send me X, Y, Z so I can? (laughs) So I'm like, no, come to me. What the hell? Or like, um, the people that are trying to just starting to wax themselves at home and they someone asked me for a course on how to wax her at home like how to wax yourself and I'm like uh no no. yeah it's like step one get in your car step two pull up to my suite and step three get waxed by me that would have been like the course I would have sent her um so I want to get kind of right into European waxing or like I said I feel like so many people have just like, it's like a black hole when you get started about European wax center, because it's like this mysterious, crazy, every waxing establishment for European is different. Some people have great experiences. Some people have like nightmare experiences. And, um, I was so excited when you said yes, because I knew so many people would be so excited. Yeah, I just, like, there's so many waxers that start off at European Wax Center. Mm -hmm. Where did you start? I I literally started where I work now. So I work for a small boutique, Uh and we have, like, literally four waxers, and we've all been there forever, and that's, like, it. So they trained you there? 
Yes. And I always like tell my boss, I'm like, I wish you were like a worse boss because I would literally be like more in, like, like on the road to wanting to open my own business, but she's literally the greatest boss ever. I'm actually going to make an episode called good boss versus bad boss. Cause I'm like, yeah, no, that's yeah. awesome. No, she's like awesome. She gives me like the freedom as if I were, you know, my own, my own boss, but I get to like go, I get to come home and be with my kid and everything like that. So it's great. Um, so I want to start off with just simply asking, um, how long did you work for European Wax Center? Okay. Um, it's like nine years. I think it's like going on or Probably it was going on 10, but then I quit, yeah. I think August of last year. So did you go right into like, did you quit with your business already started like immediately or did you take like a break? What was your transition? Um, so I took a little break mostly mm-hmm. for like legal stuff. I was like petrified of, um, I just know also it depends on what, um, what center that you work for, because since it is a franchise, all those, um, there's different owners. So there's different rules for each one. Um, but I just knew the one that I was working at, they're just very, they, they do, they give a lot of threats as to like for you to close your business. And I knew that from the start because I, I knew a lot of people that um, they owned, I think, four locations. And so I know people that left there and then they would say that they're going to sue them um, for starting their own business. Um, but if you just do your research on your non-compete, there's, they have like no legal grounds. So they would literally like threaten girls that they were going to sue them. And these girls would listen and like stop doing their businesses. And I'm like, no. (laughs) So I just like, as soon as I left there, I just wanted to make sure that I was good legally. And then I opened up everything. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's weird to think that that a place can have that much control. I mean, I could see like, you know, you can't work within five miles or something like that, but like, you know, I did, I mean, did you, how far are you from the current place that you used to work? I'm like, probably like half hour away, 35 minutes. Away. Oh, so you're like golden. They literally can't do anything. Oh, yeah. No, I'm totally <laughs> So I just like made sure that I revisited my non-compete before I did anything. Um, and that's super important. And it's so different for every European wax center. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, just like revisit whatever you signed. And yeah. And do you get like a copy of that on your email or like, will you like, do you always get a, like yeah. a version well, of it? Do you have to request it? Um, you can request it. Um, okay. I'm sure they'll send it to you. Um, but we did get ours emailed as soon as like all our documents were emailed to us. Okay. Yeah. And for everyone that like, and I just said, like, I obviously didn't start at European Wax Center. So it's like funny because I'm actually like really curious about some of this as well, just because. So some of these questions are like my own as well. But um, I actually have like a, a question that I'm wanting to know. But I would love to know, like, what was your favorite thing about working for somewhere corporate? Having, and I would always say this, just having coworkers. <laughs> I just like, the amount that we would just go into each other's rooms and just bullshit or like at the end of the night when you're just cleaning or like whenever anything were to happen, you just go to their room and then you like ask them for help on something or how do you do this? How do you sell this? Or just all of, it's just fun having coworkers to be able to talk to. Now it's just like me and It's I. so fun. <laughs> I know you're like calling, you're like, you gotta like text people, but yeah. that's what's good about online is like, we do have an online community now. So Listen, if you ever have some crazy story, you just like Instagram message me and be like, Kristen, I'm going to treat you like a coworker right now. Guess what happened to me? <laughs> I love that. It's just, I, I know. I miss from like the corporate, um, but everything else I don't miss at all. Yeah, I was going to say, my, I guess I was going to lead me into like, what was like the worst thing about working for like either, I mean, I know it was corporate, but even just somebody else. Um, products. <laughs> I hate the way that we had to, although like I still hit my numbers. I still hit my goals. Um, but oh my gosh, it was like, and then there would always be, have you ever been into a European wax center or no? Yes. I've been waxed. 
Okay, so there's, um, you know how there's the two girls up front, so they're GSAs, the guest service associates. So yep. the two girls up front, one of those for the location I worked at was the manager. So she would always want us to put, like physically put, I'm going to use my drink as an example. We <laughs> put the, like the product in the client's hand. Um, and I just felt like it was too pushy. I don't know. Like I just, it wasn't about it. Um, but if you didn't do that, she would like give you Satan eyes. Like she would. See, and like, I hate that. Like I actually cringe hearing that story because I'm a person and I don't know how you are, but like, if I go somewhere and I feel like someone's selling me something for the wrong reasons, it's such a turnoff to me. Like you have no idea. Yeah. 1000%. It's yeah. just like, whenever she did that, I was just like, Oh, like that's so annoying. But well, is it, like, is it easier selling, um, retail that you actually picked and chose like for your clients? Like, do you find that that's like such an easier sell? Yeah. But now I just have, um, and I think it was just with growth that I had just a different view on selling. So selling mm -hmm. now is just like, oh, like I have to hit my numbers and I have to do this. Selling for me is just like, okay, my client's struggling with something. Here's a product that can help. And if I'm not telling you that, I feel like I'm giving that client a disservice because that's my fucking job. You know what I mean? Exactly. So like, as long as I make it about the client and I know if they're struggling with something, I just tell them what would help. And if they want to buy it, they do. If not, then whatever. But um, yeah, I just make sure that I let them know at least. I feel like in Florida, people are so much more prone to engrowths. Don't you feel like that? I'm like, I don't know if it's just like, dude, it's so hot here. <laughs> like for sure, sweating. And Ugh, I know. And I like how I personally do it. I don't know. Like my sales tactic is actually like pretty simple because we sell three products. We have, um, your mechanical brush, you know, just like a body brush. Uh, we have two retail products that are, uh, chemical. So I always start them out with the physical first because it's $10. I'm like, if I'm like asking you to spend 10 bucks, you know, and I'm like, just start with this. And if you have like a perfect experience, you don't need any more. If you come back and you're experiencing more, like then we'll upgrade you, you know? And I always feel like starting them on something like easy and then working their way up is always like my tactic. Do you have like one dry brushing for you? Yes. Yeah. Um, mine is just, um, an exfoliating glove in the shower and yeah. if that works and then like go for anything else after that. But I usually just like, we'll see progress as they come in, which is usually like once every three weeks or four weeks. Yeah. Um, I actually like love, see, so you do like the same as me. You do like exfoliation first with like a brush and then you upgrade yeah. to like a I product. Just, yeah. I just keep it simple and it yep, I'm, then it works. But if not, then we'll move on. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And like those ones that like literally they get the brush and then I'm like, oh my gosh, everything looks amazing. Like how have you been exfoliating? And they're like, I haven't even taken it out of the package yet. I'm like, you're just blessed. <laughs> like, you're just like blessed. I'm like, no one else can do this, but like, like 2% of my clients. I know. Crazy. Um, so whenever you finally, I mean, nine, almost 10 years is like, that's a big chunk of your life. I know. Like, what was the thing? And we're like, what was just, I don't know what was going on in your head that like made you want to just do it, take the leap. Like, did you. Um, yeah, like just tell me. I always said that I was going to do it. Like I've just always said it and I never actually did it. Um, I've just always made excuses for it um, or for not doing it. But um, one day I was literally in my car. And so do you know what MR200s are? Mm -mm. So at the end of your shift at European Wax Center, everyone gets a paper that's their MR200 and it just has all their numbers on it. Mm -hmm. um, so that paper would have like all your sales in terms of your services, your product sales, the amount of tips that you get and all that jazz. Um, so I just remember looking at it and I would be like, so annoyed with the fact that I almost made somebody else almost a thousand dollars that day. And I'm only getting 5% of that. So for every Brazilian, so Brazilian there, I don't know if it's changed since, but it's $50. Mm -hmm. So for every Brazilian, it was $50, but I would get $2.50 of that. Shut um, the fuck up. Crazy. <laughs> crazy. 
Yeah. I did not actually know that. So pay structure, pay, it depends on, um, like, hourly just depends on how much you were, like, what level you are. And Uh wait, do you even know about the levels? Okay, no. And I actually had somebody ask me to ask you this question. So let's just like get right into this because as you see, I know no one else sees our face expressions. One of these days I'll pick up the courage to like, you know, show people some video, but guys, like I literally have like pimple cream on three spots in my forehead. It's actually ridiculous looking. So for now we're just video, but like my jaw just dropped. So yes, I want to talk about pay grade. Okay. So there's four different levels at European Wax Center. So there's um, blue, white, orange, and red. So um, usually they push for people to be red just because that is when you can, like, I think you can triple book services. Um, and I'm like, hold on. What do you mean triple book? Okay, wait. So let me start off. <laughs> let me start at the lower end first. I'm like, wait, maybe I fucked up. Let me just start. No, no, no. You know, okay, okay. So um, blue level you get half hour for a Brazilian. So it's also, um, so you probably start at like, I think it's $8 an hour, depending on um, whatever your European Wax Center pays. Okay. So blue level, I think it's like eight an hour. Um, And then they give you like higher time um, slots for whatever wax service you're performing. So a Brazilian Mm -hmm. would be, I think it was 30 minutes. Um, And then, the next tier up would be the white level. And I think you still get, I'm not sure, you probably still, you probably get like 15 minutes for that one. I don't know if you get 15 minutes for a Brazilian or half hour for a Brazilian, um, okay. but you're supposed to get a pay raise with that. Mm-hmm. Um, some European wine centers don't do that. It depends on if your bosses are shitty or not, honestly. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. Yeah, so there's that. And then the next one up would be the orange level. An orange level, like you finish every, pretty much everybody max like caps at um, orange because everyone hates going to red. Um, but you get 15 minute Brazilians, everything is 15 minutes, and then you could double book services. So then um, they, you would have what's called like an invisible service. Um, mm-hmm. And that would be like adding an underarm and that would be. Oh, uh, okay. So then let's say yeah. I, if I'm an orange level, I have a Brazilian wax for 15 minutes. I can add an underarm service for no additional um, time. Okay. And then, but if you were a red level, then you can, it depends on your European wax center. I think they have like a corporate thing, but not everybody follows mm-hmm. that. Um, but they like would triple book services. So you can do like um, upper leg Brazilian underarm in 15 Upper leg Brazilian under M and fifteen. Could you do that? Um, probably. Like, just, doesn't that stress you out though? I'm just like I also give myself now that I have my own business, I give myself extra time. Yeah. Um, just because so at European Wax Center they have a nine minute late policy, um, or ten minutes. So <laughs> it's the tenth minute they because we won't be able to do like a Brazilian in like five minutes or whatever it is. Of course. Um, so as soon as it hits the 10th minute. How dare you? How dare you not be able to? <laughs> <laughs> I know. So then. Oh my God. And then that person walks in and is like, hi, um, I'm so sorry I'm late, but I need to use the restroom. And you're just like, just, oh my God. just, just take me out. Just funny. honestly take me out. be. <laughs> actually walking in at nine minutes so they can still be seen <gasps> in the bathroom and then my next client would be waiting already and then I would take them and then they're like taking forever to get undressed and like I'm like oh like it was just so stressful always there but and um, you okay one more question before we get going because like this is what I'm saying people like this is like I'm, I'm about it so can you be triple booked and do you still have a nine minute late policy me no like at european wax center like let's say a person triple books they can still show up nine minutes late and you have a brazilian an upper leg and an underarm that's exactly why i never went to in six minutes because they are they're just like it depends on who your boss is i'm really yeah money hungry though so they would just like okay like she could do this service whatever it's sort of and they like try to squeeze all these people in so they would want as many red level waxers as possible but it's like, 
I don't like there's always complaints with red level waxers of like this person left hair and blah 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 just because it's like I don't know like if now there's no fucking time <laughs> if someone's late then you're like screwed like I'm sure yeah. if, everyone, if everyone was just super punctual then it would be fine but that's yeah that's not the name of the game <laughs> not what happens <laughs> no okay so I like totally just like I, like I said, European Waxner has people going into black holes. Like you're finding me right now going, like diving I like in. This. I love <laughs> okay. So wait, backtrack. Do you remember where we were at before I was like insanely going on a tangent? Um, wait, with what? When we were just talking about it. Cause I like literally started talking about triple booked. Okay. So you have four levels. So you were at orange. I stayed at orange. Yeah. Okay. Um, and do you have like the, you have the choice, I'm assuming, right? They say like, oh, you can be a red, but like, you don't have to be. Okay. Yeah. But then if someone isn't like, if someone um, needs more time or like if they're falling behind with every client or if they're not um, hitting their numbers, they can move them back down and that drops their pay. Um, their whatever amount that they're paid. So let's say I was an orange level and I was doing shitty timing they would mm-hmm. drop me down to either um, they would never drop someone back down to blue, but they would probably like drop someone down to um, white and then that pay would go down with it. But you, that never happened to you. No, absolutely not. Yeah. You're like, uh, no. no. Oh, I know what we were talking about. Okay. So we went, we were talking about like what made you take the leap and oh. go. And then we started talking about this, like a whole base pay. Holy crap. Okay. Um, so, well, it kind of had to do with it. So I yes, just yeah. was noticing how much I was making somebody else. And I'm like, why the fuck am I not doing this for myself? Like, and I knew I wanted to do that. And I was just yep. like, uh, so then one day I was just like in my car driving home and I had this, like, you know, when you have those super deep thoughts of like, what the fuck am I doing? And yes. I, it was one of those moments. Um, so then I like went home, thought about it. The next day I was like, mm, I'm not, I'm just going to quit. Oh my uh, gosh. The day that I actually did quit, I like made it a goal to quit on my birthday uh, because mm-hmm. I don't know why I just wanted to quit. Like, I'm yeah. like, I don't want to like work past my birthday. Um, and so, but this was like, I don't even know how long before my birthday. And I just had a feeling and I'm like, I'm just going to quit now. So yeah. Um, what kept you like really motivated? Like from then on, did you like work every single day to like get that goal of having your own business or how did that, like, I'm always curious of like, cause again, nine years is a lot to like, cause yeah, you are like definitely itching to own your own business, but you also get the perks of like getting there and then doing the job and then leaving and then having like the freedom of like after hours. So like, how was like that change of like having all that freedom to like you own your own business now? Um, so as soon as I left European Wax Center, I was just like getting everything ready. Like I wasn't even entirely ready yet. Um, but I kind of, it kind of lit a fire under my ass because a lot of my clients were reaching out to me because the second that you leave European Wax Center, you just build like my relationship with my clients are there we're just like so tight um and so as soon as I left I just kept getting dm after dm like where are you awesome yeah so I was just like oh my god like I need to do this quick so that like kind of um like pushed it so it could be faster but I was like honestly just like okay this is what I'm gonna do I'm looking at places now I'm doing this like I didn't even have a place in mind when I quit um Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to, like, I just knew as soon as I quit, I would just be forced to do everything. Um, so that's what I did. But yeah, I think it was just like, um, my clients like reaching out to me. I need a place. Kept you going. Yeah. Which is great. Uh, Do you, I always have a lot of people ask me like, what can you expect with like client return when leaving European Wax Center? Um, did you, I mean, it seems like you had a pretty good experience, but like, is there any advice for people that like think they're leaving somewhere with like all their people? My advice is that is the dumbest logic and do not do mm-hmm. that. Because you would be fucked 
if you are relying on that client or like all these clients to follow you and none of them follow you. But the thing is a lot of people from European Wax Center have packages. So they're like tied to European Wax Center that they pay hundreds of dollars for. So they're mm -hmm. not just going to be like, like what they're going to try to do is find another waxer first. And then if they fuck up, then sure they'll go to you. But like, yes. there's a lot of clients that I lost because they were just tied to European Wax Center. Um, even like the ones that were, were DMing me, they're like, oh my God, that sucks because they were still tied in some way. So there's the prepaid package and the unlimited package that you can get there. So um, a lot of clients just have like one of those. And um, yeah, I would just never rely on any clients from European Life Center. For like always leave thinking you have zero. Exactly. And then also, like, even if I did have all my clients from European Wax Center, it's, like, still, because I'm there from, so I'm open as 10 and then to 7, mm -hmm. but, like, my, I was only working part-time at European Wax Center, yeah. um, and, like, I would still need, like, full books, and that wouldn't even fill up my books, you know what I mean? Like, you just have to, like, I just remember, like, oh my God, getting clients is actually way harder than I like expected at first. But like now it's totally easy. Just yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask like what, what's been like your biggest challenge since like owning or starting your own business that like maybe you didn't expect after leaving European? Like, has there been any like, damn, <laughs> like obviously you don't regret it. I don't think anyone that ends up owning their own business, like truly regrets it, especially in waxing. But like, do you have any, like, things that you've had to work harder on and, like, kind of look at yourself in the mirror and be like, okay, this is, like, my weak spot and I have to, like, figure yeah. this out? I would say social media. I did not know how much social media – blah, 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 I can't speak. <laughs> story of my life. It's insane. Even if I just post, like, a story, like, every single day for a week, I'm, like, booked up. Like, it's crazy how – much you just showing up on social media just like fills up your books um but i also am very like social on mm -hmm. social media. um but i didn't think like that was the first thing that i was just like nah. like my friend natalie she's a business coach um and she uses um instagram so i was like i need your help with everything so she gave me like all these little tips and tricks um but yeah, I feel like social media was just one that I didn't even think. Like, I just thought I can post, like, cute videos and that was it. But, like, engaging with people on there really. Huge. Well, and, like, I, like, always remind, like, you know, how I find my podcast, like, people and how I ask you guys to get on here is, like, I, I like, go on social media. And yeah. I, like, genuinely have to, like, feel some type of way about a page um, I have to, I don't know. I get like a feeling of like, this is who I want on my podcast. I think this is who can help somebody. And so if that just tells you the power of social media, like I would have never found you or anyone else. And, um, so yeah, I mean, that's like awesome. Cause you're doing seriously. I like, I mean, I love your Instagram. Yeah. I feel like it's just good to post like shit that makes you relatable when people are just, there's yep. so many estheticians that are like wondering why they're not busy. And then you go on their Instagram and it's like, Happy Friday stock image that they got on Pinterest or like not yep. even it's just like everything is just nothing is their photos their face is not on it at all and uh -huh. I'm like yeah you're not gonna be busy at all <laughs> and like I always have like this conversation with some girls because I'm like you don't have to be me and you don't have to be you and you don't have to be who you think you have to be on Instagram like you just have to be you and like you're gonna you're going to attract clients like no matter what even if you don't think you are the abc that you wish you could be like there's there's like that I, I hate that about instagram it's like my number one thing i wish i could change for like everybody but it's like there's such a stigma about like what's cool what's hype what's like the thing and at the end of the day like your clients just want to know that whoever they're coming in for their appointment is like the person that's talking you know what i mean it's like yeah. Relatable. Just, that's all that it is. And it like, there's no big secret, right? It's just like, who are you? And who do you want to attract? Because the people that come in every single day, trust me, you're going to want them to be a lot like you because yeah. that's what makes your day. Like my clients are just like me. And I'm sure you feel the same about yours. 
for sure. They're all. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine. So mine at, at Hurricane Wax Center, it was actually a thing because we're like, because I'm obviously very out there and whatever. Mm -hmm. But um, so a lot of my clients would be the, the same exact way because, and then like let's say let's say someone was out one day and I was working at European wax center. Let's say this girl, Melissa was out and Melissa super calm and like tranquil and, and like whatever. Yeah. I am the complete opposite of that. <laughs> so, like clients come in and let's say she was out for the day and I have like a few of her clients. You mm -hmm. can a thousand percent tell what clients are Melissa's and what clients are mine. And they're probably a like hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred. And that's like the cool thing about coworkers is like, you can actually see, like, I remember not to toot my own horn, but I remember being on maternity leave and I got back from maternity leave and my two coworkers, um, they were just like, I got back, I got all my clients back and they were like, your clients were so cool. And like all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, like, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the talkative ones. I just love those. There's this yes. one. Girl, oh my god! I worked with her at European Wax Center, and she always and I. I could just say her name because she. Yes. That like I told her this always, but she always had problems. Her name's her name was Alex, and the problems that she had, I'm like Alex. What the fuck are you even talking about? <laughs> anyway, so she always had like boyfriend problems and all this stuff. So. All her clients were legitimately like therapists. So whenever Alex was gone and I would get one of Alex's clients, they would be uh -huh. like, how's your day? How are you feeling? And if I'm not, like, I'm like, what is Big, how are you feeling? What? <laughs> Everybody is just like, everyone's clients is, they, they mesh well together. Absolutely. We like attract who we are. And I think that like, it makes your day so fun. I'm like, I can't imagine being someone I'm not on social media and then in return getting clients that don't make me like fulfilled or happy because that's the cool thing about the beauty industry. We really do get to be with clients that are um, like, like-minded and stuff. And of course, like you get the few and that's fine. And you know, you tailor to that too. And I think that we're, we're in this industry really good at doing that, but um, no, it's like, what makes our job so fun? I love being a waxer. Like it's been the best, I think, time of my life. And I just did an episode. It was super short. It was my last one, but I've had people be like in my room. Um, I remember when I was pregnant, I told the story in my last one, but like, she literally was like, what are you going to tell your son, um, that you did for a living? Like literally like as I'm waxing her like Brazilian and I'm like, are you like degrading? Like, how can you do this? And I'm like, it's the most fun thing ever. <laughs> I know. And I think like, I don't know. I think when you're more open and you're more honest about that, people then in return, like start to like really respect it. You know, I, I think when you like let those words get to you, like I literally, like I tell my people all the time, I'm like, I make great money. I get it. Like I, we get to talk about, I like literally talk about Britney Spears and appointment number one. I talk about a boyfriend and appointment number two. I talk about how wasted my client was last week in an appointment number three. I'm like, it just is like a shit show all day. I'm like, I don't have to be on the phone. Like, you know, selling one product all the, all, I don't know. I'm just like, listen, no, I know exactly what you mean. It's just like fun. It's yeah. like seeing your friends and it's like, Oh, like 20 minute meetings with your friends. Like, I know. Like and you get paid for it. I'm like, you got, they're better than my friends. I'm like, <laughs> honestly, my friends make me spend too much money. These friends pay me. It's like, ugh, yeah. Um, okay. So I want to, so what I did is I went into, um, my, my podcast waxing forum. It's on, uh, Facebook. So if anyone wants to join this, it's called the waxing podcast. It's on Facebook. And in this forum. I asked like a lot of people just for like opinions and stuff. So I went in tonight before I did this with you and I asked anybody like if they had any questions for you. And of course, like I said, Europeans, a black hole. Um, I got some responses. So you ready for some Q and a, and if anyone's really into like the Q and a portion, or you feel like we're talking and there are just some things that like still didn't get answered. I'm so curious to know how you'd feel about just doing like just an overall just European Wax Center Q&A podcast episode because 
I mean, I think it'd be amazing, but of course, yeah, let me know. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we already actually talked about this. So I had a, her name's Sydney. She said, I'd be interested in the pay scale as a franchise. So that actually was covered. Um, okay. So it says, this is Kathleen. She said, could you ask how she pays herself now that she's on her own? So I guess that probably means like, what, what do you, do you keep like a portion of it? Like that just goes away to your business. I'm assuming. Um, yeah, so I just have, I just take a percentage that's like my spending money and then okay. obviously pay my bills and blah, blah, blah. And then I have a certain, um, amount depending like going back into the business. Okay. So like you just have like a personal setup to where you feel comfortable with like this percentage here, this here. Yeah. So okay. obviously just like my personal bills, all that's paid for, mm -hmm. um, and then all my expenses would be paid for. And then I just want to put aside, like whether it depends on how much I made, but like I'll put aside a couple, whatever, and I put that back into the business. Um, yeah. And then I just have like my plate money. When you like establish your clientele, I mean, just like if you don't own your own business, like do you find that your, your weeks end up looking kind of the same after a while? Like, do you get to that point where it's pretty like consistent? You can like eyeball it. Yeah. After like yeah. pre and everything like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. So, Sydney. There was like, the, yeah. there, was, there was like a pay structure question and I feel like, and I really, Oh yeah. So it just says I'd be interested in their pay scale as a franchise. Okay. So really yeah. quick that one. So it depends on what level. So then those four levels that I talked about earlier, um, so it can start at like eight or whatever, and then it can go up a dollar. It depends. And then obviously like the trainer would make more money. Um, but it would be whatever your hourly is, it's dependent on whoever your owner is, like the franchise owner is, but it would probably be around like $8 to like $10 an hour. And then you get 5%. Um, service commission, 10% product commission. So 10% of all the products that you sell, um, which is why a lot of girls were like pushing for products. Cause it's like, a, I guess a bigger part of their, yeah, pay. which is so weird. Yeah. Like, they just, like, I don't understand. It's just an incentive to, um, to sell. And then I guess um, I just don't understand. I'm like, don't you want to like, actually like want to focus on the service in itself like it would yeah. just be so crazy to know that you're actually making more on like a bottle of serum you know yeah. like that's like so backwards to me I don't understand it also but those are um lower costs so yeah like um, e equals out but or evens out and then obviously tips so tips was like a big part of European Life Center yeah um and then Sydney, she asked, how the fuck do they do brows with hard wax? Oh my God. I love doing brows with hard wax. Um, I also love, like whenever I see videos of brows being done with soft wax, I'm like, why am I not incorporating this? But I've just been doing it for so long um, that I'm just like, um, yeah. but yeah, it's. I feel like it's totally just like what you know and like your preference. Um, Avery asked any do's or don'ts for keeping drama down in the environment? Um, for your, at European wax center? Yes. These are all European wax centers. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> I mean, in terms of what though? It's a super broad question. So you answer this with how you think it was interpreted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah because I'm like does it like with the coworkers or like with the boss or the manager oh you could go like either way so whatever you choose wait read it again okay so Avery asked any do's or don'ts for keeping drama down in that environment so mm -hmm. European wax centers environment um I don't I feel like it's inevitable kind of mm -hmm. with like all those girls in one <laughs> in one thing but um I don't know. It was competitive. Like, were, was that setting a competitive setting? It's on, like, your coworkers, honestly. Um, mm -hmm. But I, oh, my God, this eyelash. 
God. Um, so I worked with this girl and I will not say her name, but so when I first started at this location, she was coming back from maternity leave or no, she mm -hmm. was leaving on maternity leave. So I was essentially like kind of taking her spot. Um, and she was like booked, like she was always busy. So her clients ended up wanting to stay with me after her being gone for, I don't even know how long. Mm -hmm. Um, so she would literally go up in like, so when she came back, she would like reach out to all her clients and like push for like people to go back to her and they would just feel like uncomfortable because like the yeah. clients would want to go back to her if they saw her while I was like taking them back into the wax suite or whatever, like she would get mad, like roll her eyes at them. And I'm just like, uh. which is so, oh my gosh, no. I remember her going up to one of like the clients that kept going back to me. Um, and she went up to her and she's like, she was waiting in the lobby. And so she's like, I'm back now. So you can like book with me if you want. I'm open now. I have a time slot now. And she's like, ah, I'll wait. Like, what? It was, it just, how uncomfortable for like, not even you, but like the client, I feel like it's like, not even like, I feel he's like, it's just professionalism. Like, why would you do a hundred percent? A hundred percent. It's just like little things like that. And then like your manager, I don't know. I was never, this sounds so bad. Like I was never one that could like stay silent though. If I saw mm -hmm. him annoying well but. it's really not bad because it just kind of shows the difference between like an employee and an, an employer and or like a business entrepreneur you know what I mean usually yeah. the entrepreneurs are the ones that can't do managers oh my gosh it was so yeah. bad. It was mm -hmm. so bad. you know that was yeah. a good question no it was good um I okay so Chloe asked uh I'd like to know what pushed her to have um the motivation to quit and go out on her own I was making somebody else a lot of money and I wanted to yep. make money for myself. <laughs> um, oh, this question is actually for like your current business. So, uh, oh gosh, I hate when I have a name that's hard. I am so sorry, but if I butcher your name, because people butcher my name all the time, I hate it. Um, Kachima. Kachima. Okay. If that's not it, you come for me. I'll, I'll allow it. Um, how much Brazilian waxes can you get out of one pound of wax one pound one pound of wax i have no idea i'm trying to think probably of, a lot yeah i'm trying to think of what that would even look like in terms of like star pills <laughs> mm -hmm. star pills wax um how big is your pot i have the i have the 5.5 pound one Okay, so for a 5.5, how many? I like what you did there because this uh -huh. is way easier for me. Um, yes. I, oh, my God. I don't know off the top of my head, but, like, I can do a lot of Brazilians. Yeah. Isn't it amazing? That's why I tell people waxing is the best. And you can literally do so many services with one pot of wax. Like, so, so many. Yeah. My answer is a shit ton, but I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay um and oh gosh i'm so sorry i'm like the worst okay it's n-i-q-u-e n-i-q-u-e girl no idea nick neek neek nike okay you too you come for me i'm like gonna give you i'm gonna buy your starbucks yeah. you just let let me know your venmo i'm giving you guys starbucks for real Okay, I worked at European Wax Center too, and I'm curious how um, she did learning a new wax. Um, it was really difficult learning curve, and I didn't anticipate it being so difficult. I love my wax a lot more than European Wax Centers, but theirs is super universal and easy to learn and work with. I love this question, so whatever her name is. Yeah, yes. The one I'm giving a Starbucks gift card to. Yes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> So this was actually like pretty hard for me um, just because I thought every wax was exactly like European Wax Center wax. Mm -hmm. It was so frustrating when I'm like taking, like using whatever wax. Like I, I think I just started with like 
I don't know, something like Serapil probably, or like just, mm-hmm. I was just trying out a bunch of different things. I don't even know what the hell I was doing at first. Um, and so tried that one and I was like, like went to pull it off and like, oh my God, this dries so much faster. Like you have to lay it on so much thicker or else it's going to like break as you put like everything, which is so annoying just because I was so expectant for everything to be like European Wax Center's Wax. And honestly, I loved European Wax Center's Wax. Like it was just- I've heard that many times. It's, it's a really fucking good wax. But um, I also, so something that I did, there's this one- um girl that I follow and she did do you know the blink wax have you heard of that no okay so obviously you're familiar with star pill I feel like everybody yes yep yep so star pill has blue wax beads and um pink wax beads so Mm -hmm. they mix the two of those together and that was the first time that I was like oh my god this is kind of like European wax centers wax and I kind of like um, messed around with it a little in terms of like how much of each I put in, but, um, yeah, I did a little bit more of the pink wax beads just because it had a little bit more of that like creaminess to it. Um, but the combination of the two was just a very familiar, like pliability and texture to European wax centers wax. So that's what I went with. Now I just use star, um, star soft. Um, mm-hmm. but I would not recommend just like leaving European Wax Center and then using Starsoft. Um, there's just like a couple differences to it. But yeah. the thing that's most like European Wax Center's wax, I would say, is the blue wax beads and the pink wax beads mixed together. That's like huge. That is like, you know how many people that pe- like are going to love to just hear that? You just saved somebody so much time. My like lifesaver because I was... Yeah frustrated afterwards that I like I literally thought every wax was exactly like European wax centers yeah I mean just like now that people know that they can like go and purchase that wax especially if they're working for European wax center but wanting to go off on their own it's like you know this is like why the podcast has been so fun and super important for me and like because of this exact reason like I have somebody which is you of course willing to share something that like you worked so hard with like figuring out and it's like you know, you can like now help somebody who yeah. is like so lost. And I just like make the same mistakes of purchasing a million different waxes. I yeah. know. It just makes me so happy. Yeah. Um, okay. Avery asked, what did manage it, management do right to keep her there for so long? Yeah. That's impressive. Nine years is very impressive. Yeah. Um, also, within nine years, I worked for four European wax centers. Okay. Um, so I like it in terms of like, it's just easy to like get comfortable with. Like you have your clients. The good thing about European wax center is they like people are already coming in the door. So it's not like you have to look for your own clients, yes. um, which was like the main thing. But um, yeah, I feel like it was just fun. Like some European wax centers when you're like all the coworkers and everything that you're doing, like everything was just fun. Like it's a fun environment. Yeah. It's fun having coworkers. I like, I, I, I really like it. Yeah. Um, no, I can't hear anything, but Oh, in this podcast time, my neighbor has, um, revved up his engine about 47 times. Um, my fiance has come home from teaching jujitsu. He, he used to do MMA back in the day and now he just, you know, gives his little knowledge away and he's now running the sprinklers and he slammed the door about 4,500 times. I not even hear any of that. Yeah. So, you know, I always, it's always a gamble of when I actually post and what can be listened to. So, you know, okay. So I actually think that this is like a perfect question to end this on. Um, Kathleen asked, do you miss working for someone or enjoy running the show? Um, for sure enjoy running the show. Um, but I feel like a lot of people would think that like just having your own business is like, just sounds amazing, but it's so much work that I'm like, sometimes I'm just like, there's just like an entrepreneurial like roller coaster that you have to get on. Um, and like some days I'm like, ugh, like there's, 
goals and things that you want to accomplish and things that you want to do. And sometimes you're like, I just want the fuck out. And then, but most of the time it's like, no, like this is still fun and whatever. But I'm just saying that because so many people think they want a business and then they get one and they're like, not what I expected, abort mission, but yeah, I love but you. You just keep like pushing and pushing and pushing. And I think everyone officially, you know, eventually gets to where they're like, okay, you know, yeah. you ride the roller coaster, but, but eventually your highs, they, they balance out for the lows. Oh my gosh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. By the way, I seriously, I enjoy doing this so much and you've been like amazing. Yay. This was so fun. I'm like, how long has how how long has passed by? I have no idea. Um, this is gonna be a long episode, guys. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think so. But um, I you know I mentioned to you in the beginning, and I still um I still want to see. I want to see if people would enjoy just like doing an overall another Q and A, because even though that was actually like a lot of questions, I don't know if they were all answered. And I think because I didn't work for European Wax Center, I think there's so much info that people still have. So if you guys like this episode, of course, share it. Um, and then you can share it along with a question and I will save that question and I will let Miss Jocelyn know and we will get back together and see if, yeah, if we want to go on here and do like another Q and A, cause I love talking about European wax center. I think it's like a drug. <laughs> like, it's like, it's literally, there's so much to it. It's insane. <laughs> There's so much and everyone has different experiences, but like even you coming from like someone who worked for four, you have so many different perspectives on like just the overall experience. Like you're, I, like I've, and I will, I will give myself the credit. Like I pick my people well, <laughs> and I'm so happy I picked you. <laughs> Yay. That's exciting. Yay. Cool. All right, guys, we will, I will, we maybe maybe in the future, but I will see you guys next week. Thank you again so much.